All right. Welcome back to Relatable. Today with me, I have the beautifulest guest of all, Miss India Hickey. Thank you so much. What an introduction. Damn. <laughs> so uh, I haven't not introduced you at all to my audience other than a yeah. quick little snap on Insta stories. Um, yeah. Tell us a bit about you. Tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah. So my name's India. Um, some people call me Indy, whatever, whatever you want to go by. And um, yeah, so I currently live in Sydney, have lived here for eight years. I moved here from Brizzy. I'm a Brisbane girl originally. Um, moved here for acting and then I fell into modeling. I also do content creation. Um, and yeah, that's what I've been doing down here. I do my podcast as well, uh, which is called Guess Who's Single Again. It's about my life being an absolute mess, which <laughs> so it's all in good fun. And yeah, uh -huh. that's really what I've been doing down here. So that's that's yeah. me in a nutshell. I think it's so interesting that you say that you're saying your life's a mess because when you say that, you know, you move for acting and you're content creating and you're doing a podcast, yeah. I'm like, this girl is living. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm living. I'm yeah. living a mess. Yeah. Like I'm absolutely <laughs> I'm sliving baby but I am I am like the most like erratic all over the place like I tried to be a receptionist once when I was like 19 and it was the worst thing I've ever done because they would the guy was like um George called and I was like did he I don't know oh, I've had a coffee break doll I don't, I don't know what you mean like I there's no structure to my life um so yeah I'm definitely living but in a very chaotic <laughs> <laughs> fucked up way which I wouldn't have it any other way to be fair it's just always been the way that I um get through right. but yeah. yeah is that so do you find that that actually works for you in some regard like it serves you to be a little yeah 100% it's so weird because I have this like <laughs> I'm like I believe in the universe and I'm like a baby of earth and like I am just like so grounded and I'm like mm, nature and then there's this other side of me it's like let's get fucked up and my brain is like <laughs> all over the place so I uh -huh. I definitely I definitely live in two different worlds but yeah my life is pretty chaotic and I think I like it like that um definitely not in the way of like when it comes to you like relationships and stuff like that I'm definitely trying to come back to like mother earth with that because <laughs> yeah. that is one place in my life I don't need to be erratic but um yeah I definitely live in two worlds but I think I like to have a bit of fun and be a bit crazy for sure yeah they're both like it's important to address that as well like yeah. not dulling one side of you over the other yeah yeah allowing that to come through I, that's a huge thing I found for me um on social media is like you know I'm yeah. trying to portray this image of being a life coach so I shouldn't be out drinking and I shouldn't and then I was like fuck it like I want to be this you want to see the real me this is the real me some weekends yeah. I go out and get smashed and some weekends I'm <laughs> hugging trees and connecting 100%. the grass like but that's yeah. more relatable man and that's what people are going to be gravitate like they're going to gravitate towards that they're not going to gravitate towards someone that comes on every day and it's like mm, like put your feet on the ground and never drink a sip of alcohol either. people are going to be like okay like okay <laughs> but like realistic. if you come out you're not realistic because I'm the same when I started on Instagram it was so new to me and I only started doing it because I started modeling and they were like you need to have a, a like a like a presence on on Instagram so that's why I started doing it and then I got stuck in this world of like oh I have to be a model and I have to be show face and I have to 
present in a certain way. And I almost lost that side of myself that is such a bogan and that is so relatable and that like shits herself at the age of fucking 29. You know what I mean? Like I lost that. Yeah. Uh And then then as soon as I let myself go a little bit and started to show that side of myself, I picked follow, like followers started coming. (laughs) I'm literally 30 years old. I'm like followers picked picked up. I got (laughs) followers. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it was because people like to see the real raw person because they can see a bit of themselves in you. Yeah. Which I think is what's really important. Yeah. I think also yeah. it means that it makes what you do more accessible to people who want to do yeah. it. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Totally. Um, so how did you find? I'm I'm curious to know how you found the move into you know even the act like the acting world the yeah the influencing world the modeling world because mm. from from someone who's not a model and, and is not in that all we know of the modeling world is we think it's full of like comparison and insecurity yeah. and things like that so how did yeah. you find that that path for yourself um don't get me wrong. There's definitely a lot of that. Like in the beginning, when I first got into modeling, there was def. I fell into the trap of that for sure. For sure. It all became about looks and stuff like that. And it's just, it's not, I'm so glad that I've sort of moved away from that, but the way I got, you know, you, do you mean the way I got into modeling, like the journey or the, the journey or even, um, yeah. Overcoming, I guess that, that initial yeah. insecurity comparison thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think it was, I mean, being a curvy girl when I was younger, I've grown up with a lot of insecurities around that. You know, I was always the biggest in my group. Not a lot of boys found me attractive because I was uh, definitely more developed than any of the other girls. Um, So guys were like, what is that? And I was like, it's fat, bitch. Like, back (laughs) off. Um, So I think I definitely grew up with those insecurities, which I think is where my where my loud out there personality came from because I was like, I need to be funny because if I pick on myself, no one can pick on me then because I'm making, I've already made the joke. So if you're making the joke, I already said that. So it's not funny anymore. So I came out with this sort of like big personality, um, which is actually probably what got me into acting, I think, Um, because I would get laughs and then I'd be like, oh, that feels really good. And then, so then I went into acting because I was like, this feels really good to, to have an audience see me for something other than what I look like, um, which is funny because then I came back into an industry <laughs> of what I look like. But um, so, yeah, so I went into acting and I was doing comedy and stuff like that, which I absolutely loved. Yeah. Um, and then I, funnily enough, just went to get my headshots redone and the makeup artist was, that was there, um, was saying that I should do plus size modeling. Um, And then I ended up getting picked up by an agency in Sydney. Um, And then I sort of fell into the modeling world. And yeah, in the beginning, it was definitely, it was definitely an an image thing, but I think I sort of had to go, oh, hold on. (laughs) Because I, I found that I was losing my, not losing my personality, but just losing the, that old indie that was the happy-go-lucky, throw your shit on yourself, you know, like we're all, we are all the same at the end of the day. I sort of lost that a little bit and fell into the pretentious world 
Um, but I feel like I grabbed myself pretty quickly and now I'm back. <laughs> back better but, than ever, baby. <laughs> yeah, back better than ever, baby. But yeah, I think, so that's sort of like, that was my journey and that's also how I got into modeling. And then after that, modeling just picked up and I started doing that. And then content creation, I've always been into making videos and I started writing sketch comedy before modeling. So then when I went into modeling, I then started creating videos for fashion companies and stuff like that. So I also do that. Um, and then, yeah. And then I was missing the comedy a little bit. So then I started my podcast because I needed that sort of outlet as well. So yeah, that's how it all, all, all sort of came to be. Beautiful. I'm yeah. noticing it's, it's really cool because I don't know if a lot of people have this same trait, but, um, you have this ability to, it seems to be able to check in with yourself in whatever you're doing to mm. stay grounded in who you are, even yeah. if that's like not being grounded, like, you know, yes. being at one with the earth. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You always seem, you seem to be able to come back to this, I guess, more genuine side of yourself. Um, yeah. And I have a lot of clients that um, I guess they, they deal with not feeling good enough and not feeling worthy, even mm. in their own realm, um, like even aside from Instagram. Um, and so I guess, what would you say to someone who struggles to be authentic or doesn't even mm. really know what being authentic is for them? Mm. I think um, this might be really weird, but I think I like to think about what you were like when you were younger, before you had the pressure of the world, before you had people telling you that you weren't good enough or what you looked like wasn't right, before you got on social media, before all that. Think about back to that person you were. And we were all so happy and playful and and we had this like childlike ability. And I think that I still have that. I still have that today because I think that that is one thing that I think is really, really important. And so when, and don't get me wrong, I have imposter syndrome every day of the week, man. Like you interviewing me now, I was like, why does she want to interview me? Like, I'm like, what do you mean? Like I have imposter syndrome every single day of the week. When I do my own podcast, my producer, she, she gets a handful. She'll get like 15 messages from me being like, if you think it's crap, just send it through. I'll re-record it. No worries about that. Have a good day. Like it's just <laughs> one message after another. She's like, chill, man. Um, but I think I also stand by a quote and it's the old quote of dance like nobody's watching. And it's because no one's fucking watching. Like, no one cares. <laughs> Sorry to be mean, but like no one cares what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. but like I, I remember like I would go into the gym and I'd be like, oh my God, everyone's going to watch me in there. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And my brother who's like, men are just so mean all the time. But my brother was like, no one's looking at you. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, they are. Because I got a fat ass and I'm really cute. No, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, hold on a second. And he was like, no one's looking at you, Indy. All, everyone's too either nervous going to the gym by themselves. Oh, they're in the same spot as you. And they've got, literally got, think of horse with blinkers on. Like 
they're there and they're nervous and they're feeling exactly the same way as you or the person's looking in the mirror at themselves because they're getting jacked you know what I mean so I really think that no one like even doing speeches at school you'd go up and you'd be so nervous everyone else in that crowd was doing speeches they were worried about their speech they're not even listening to you (laughs) you know what I mean so it's like just go out and do it because who cares? And if someone has a fucking shit comment to say about it, well, that's on them. You know what I mean? It's like, Lisa gave it a go. Lisa yes. gave it a try. Um, I have definitely got myself into, not, not actually, I've worked my way through it, but I just have a way of like, if someone's going to ask me if I can do something, I'm going to say, yep, and I'm going to figure it out. Because why not? Because clearly they've seen some, some, thing in me to ask me to do it in the first place so I think that I've definitely done that my whole life like I've never studied um I did a uh musical theater internship but that's really all I did I never studied I never did anything I've sort of just gone through life just asking the question can I do this? And if they say no, then I go, no worries. And I find the next person, you know what I mean? But if they say yes, then great. Mm-hmm. So I really, really, really stand by that. And I, it might be a bit harsh, but like literally no one's, no one's watching. So just do whatever you want. And then all of a sudden you will have people around you that are like, shit, what she's doing is cool. And she's authentic. And yeah. the other people that say anything else about it, they're just, they're just sad and in their own little way. Exactly. And yeah, anything that they're, I guess, judging you for, this is what I found yeah. so huge, is they're judging themselves for the exact same thing. That's right. Yeah. And so it's almost like yeah. you can turn it back on them and be like, almost have sympathy for them. Like, I'm so sorry yeah. that you have to live with that person inside your head who yeah, stops that's right. you from doing so much. Yeah. But I have to say to myself all the time, because I'm like, if I go on my stories or like I do anything, I'll be like, oh, is that embarrassing? Is that cringy? And then I'll be like, well, if someone's saying that, then you just turn around and be like, why is that embarrassing? Why is that cringy? And it's like, because it's cringy, but, but, but why? Like, I'm having a good time. I'm happy as Larry. <laughs> like, you know, like, how is that cringy? Why is that embarrassing? Like, yeah. Yeah, That's, totally. Yeah. So that mindset is so powerful. And I, I, I think you said before that you feel like you've always kind of had that mindset. Do you feel as though that's just like something that you were born with or that you picked up from other people being able to just um, being open to possibilities and just giving things a go? Um, yeah, I think I've, I think I've always been like that from when I was younger. Um, like my parents always told me that I always wanted to go to like a primary school that I didn't know anyone. And then I went to a high school that I didn't know anyone. And my parents were like, why are you doing that? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and then I moved away from Brisbane where I knew everyone to a place where I didn't know anyone. I don't know why. I, yeah. I just, I just think that I have sort of always been like, let's do something different. Let's um, switch it up and yeah, change it up. So I think I've always been that way. But then I think my dad as well is a big, 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 um, yes, big guy man. on like, just no, no, just like, he's just like, he taught me from a young age that no one is better than anyone else. Um, and if you want something, go get it. So that's the way my dad works. And then my mom is this beautiful, like nurturing, gentle soul. So I think that that's actually probably where I've got that, um, 
nature and yeah cyclone (laughs) yeah so (laughs) I think that's probably where I got it from but yeah my dad has always told me from a young age it's just like no one's better than anyone else just go out and get it and um yeah yeah that's beautiful I think that's really it's really interesting that you brought up like that you're holding up two hands and you're saying you know this is the part of me that like the mum part of you that's the the gentle what like connected side and then because Mm -hmm. that does tend to be also because I just worked through a client worked with a client through this today um in a conflict there's always those two parts of us the polarities that um they like in your case they can work really well together and really serve each other and that inner conflict comes when there's that 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 even like the feminine and I don't mean that gender yeah yeah yeah. but the the energy of um, in- intuition and flow mm, versus mm. the structure and the logical thinking and the needs to mm. know everything. Um, yeah. And they can work together beautifully. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, that, I think I feel like that is a lot of um, manifestation as well. Yeah. Is being Massive. able to have those two work together. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I manifest like crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How often yeah, yeah, are you yeah. doing that? Oh, all the time, all the time, all the time. I manifest nearly every day. I literally wake up every single day. It's so dumb. All my friends are like, shut up, bro. Like it's not real. And I was like, okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. You don't believe you won't receive. But I um, <laughs> literally, so I wake up every day and um, like I want to move overseas at some point. So I, met, I wake up every day and I say, thank you so much for the beautiful life I'm living in London right now. And I just pretend like I'm there. And I say, thank you so much for all the amazing opportunities that I have in, you know, Manchester right now. Like I just manifest every single day and I make sure that I feel like I'm there. Um, but yeah, I manifest um, heaps. We just did a manifesting ceremony, me and my friends the other day, and we like wrote everything down and we put it in the freezer. <laughs> we saged ourselves. We had a little witchy poo moment, but yeah, yeah. I manifest all the time. I think it's so important. I think it's, I, I like truly believe it's real. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do yeah. as well. There's yeah. and for people listening as well, like if you're not into the in, intuitive, spiritual, not even spiritual side of things, yeah. it's like it's quantum. I don't even remember what it is. Mechanics. Physics? Or no, physics, you make, yeah. One of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know, man. Don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It sounds really far-fetched, but then mm. when you your energy towards something like that you 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 know you're you're expressing gratitude you're putting out like good emotions like thoughts even like visualizing yourself being somewhere yeah 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 putting all these good emotions towards that it yeah man it opens up doors for you it does 100 percent. and like I have a few friends that are skeptics and they're like yeah um obviously like if you're thinking about something all the time and like putting energy out there you're probably going to like make movements to do that and I was like yeah so why are you like dampering my parade man (laughs) saying the same shit (laughs) Uh it's like Uh yeah okay cool if you want to think like that absolutely like it's the same thing but yeah I think Mm -hmm. definitely I yeah I love manifestation I think it's so wild the things that can um can happen from it I think it's great Mm -hmm. and it's interesting you're saying that about your friends as well because we are becoming, if we're not already, so aware of how negative thoughts can impact mm-hmm. how we feel and like the patterns of if you constantly have negative thoughts, negative thoughts all the time, you end up yeah. feeling shitty. 
And so it's 100%. funny that people don't want to believe it the reverse way. Yeah, yeah. literally. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll just like focus on being happy then. Don't you go over there. <laughs> yeah. You stay right over there with your you shitty right energy. <laughs> but yeah, so, no, I think it's great. On the, I guess, spiritual side of things. Mm. And I, I was thinking about this in terms of, you know, you're mentioning when you were younger, you wanted to just go to a school where you didn't know anybody and like, the move to Sydney and to do all these things mm. you because you you follow your intuition is that correct yeah, massively is that yeah. do you think that's a driving force like you maybe that's something that you connected with um as a child and you just were you know followed your intuition and it's it's opened up all these pathways for you as well I think yeah I've never really thought about it because when I was younger my parents just like tell me those are the things that I used to do and I was like okay um but I yeah I was like wow um (laughs) but I but then it's really weird because I have been I I was such an anxious child as well so to have those two things is um weird but I'll talk to my therapist about it (laughs) but I literally I yeah I think my intuition probably led me there and then yeah I wanted to go to a different high school because I wanted to I love meeting new people and I love having new energies and I love um being the smallest person in the room so I can learn off other people um so I think yeah I think my intuition leads me to places that I probably don't even know about to be fair um I think I just go "Hmm, I feel like I want to do that but I don't really know why so it's probably my intuition going this is a thought for you (laughs) maybe you should do this um and then with Sydney yeah I think I don't know I think I'm I made the decision to move to Sydney for acting um and I did the same thing and I was like, I'm going to be like a new girl there. I'm going to be like that mysterious girl that like reads books. Yeah. And then I got there and I was like, hi. Everyone was like, who the fuck is that? Uh Um, I was just the same old, same old. But I moved to Sydney. And then as soon as I got here, I was like, oh, this is so amazing. This is so fresh. It's so busy. Again, energies. I think it's energies for me. Cause I've never really thought about it, but I'm just thinking on the spot now. I definitely think it's energies, energies. And when I feel like something is stagnant, I need to move it. Um, otherwise I will go insane. Like I woke up this year and it's, there's something about this year. It's just stagnant for me. And I'm like, I'm just in a space now where I'm like, I need to do something. I need to change something. I need to move. I need to switch it up because right now I feel stagnant and I don't like being there so I need to I think yeah for me it's energies which I guess is intuition yeah it's all time yes (laughs) (laughs) well it's all to me it's all tied in it all makes sense intuition energy manifestation it's all like Mm. this is just such a big learning point for other people listening as well to like if you follow the energy follow yep. what feels good mm. the so many more opportunities can be available to you so much more joy or fulfillment yep. Yep. um everything of the sort now yeah. I'd, I'd also love to get into the story of how you started your podcast because it wasn't like a I'm yeah. oh I'm I'm definitely going to start this podcast and I'm <laughs> no. going to do these things with it can you tell that story 
Yeah. So why I, I am a serial dater to the point where like my friends are like, chill out, man, just fucking have a day off, have an audio, like just chill out. <laughs> so I, um, I would go in to, I used to shoot with this company regularly and there was a girl um, who had a marketing agency and my producer now. And I used to walk on set and be like, yeah, so anyway, like I met this guy and like, I'm pretty sure we're in love and like, I'll probably be married to him in a week. Like no big deal, but I think he's the one. And cause I love love. Like I love love so much. And, um, and yeah, I would come on set and she'd be like, amazing. And then I'd leave and then I'd come back two weeks later and she would be like, oh my God. So how's Mr. Right? And I was like, Mr. Wrong is not my life anymore. Like I literally was like, what do you mean? I'm not dating anyone. So that's really weird. And then I'd come back two weeks later and she would be like, oh, so how's being single? I was like, no, I've got a boyfriend. Like she was like, what? I can't keep up with you. So then she was like, you need to, she's like, you have so many stories and you just can talk underwater. You need to put it down. Like you need to start a podcast. And I was like, yeah, I should call it Guess Who's Single Again. And she was like, that's not funny. Like that's like a really good idea. Um, so then she was like, let's do it. Cause she's actually produced podcasts before. And that's like what she does. And um, she was like, let's do it. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. And then I fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> I fell in love with a guy from Ivy. Um, if anyone's from Sydney, it's a disgusting club and I yeah mm -hmm. so I met him and fell in love and so then I dated him for a while and Abby came back to me my producer and she was like right so when are we going to start this podcast because like I think it's going to do really well for you and I was like well I can't I'm in a relationship and she was like I'm so sick of you like you're actually not okay um but then I ended up breaking up with him and I messaged her and said guess who's single again baby and she was like, you are. And so then we started just planning and we started, and then I just started recording and I didn't really think anything of it. Again, I had imposter syndrome. I really thought who the fuck would listen to me. Um, I don't have anything important to say. I, I am hopeless romantic. I can't get out of cycles of relationships um, I'm 30 years old and single. Like there was just all these things going through my head, which funnily enough is why people listen because I'm a mess and there's maybe five other messes out there that listen. Um, so yeah. So then all of a sudden it, I, yeah, people liked it, I guess, because of the things that I thought no one would listen for. And I still have that. These, even for season two that's starting, um, I still have all these thoughts constantly. Like, oh, what new do I have to say? And how dare I come on a podcast when I haven't broken cycles yet and all this sort of stuff. Um, but then I, get, I just have to remind myself that one, you're doing it for yourself. Two, who gives a shit if no one listens or not because it's a love, pro it's a passion project. And three, there's other people out there that are feeling exactly the same way as you. And if you can help one person, then why the fuck not? Exactly. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. That was, yeah. there's so many things that I've tried and that I've just stopped doing just naturally. Um, mm. But the those things, the reason that I did them was like, it, there was a whole purpose behind it. And it was, if yes. I can help one person, if one person reads this and takes yes. one thing away from this blog or whatever it is, yep. then I have done my part. Like I, yeah. it's so fulfilling. 
yeah. to be able to do that. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And, and I like, think yeah. there's, sorry, there's no, no, um, you go. so many women that I've come across, especially that mm. even, you know, even at the age of like 22, I'm just thinking of one girl in particular I used to talk to yeah. that, um, that are exactly the same, whether they, they're, they're hopeless romantic yeah. or they're a serial dater or they keep just meeting like fuck boy after fuck boy. Like, yeah, man. Or all three, like there's such hey. <laughs> Your hand is up. Um, stop reading my diary. I'm fucking sick of it. Literally. Yeah, that's it's and there's nowhere to turn to, right? There's yeah. no like because as you go, you move through your 20s and your 30s, people are in relationships and there's no one to be able to relate mm. to. Yeah. People start having kids and getting married and yeah. all, all these women can think is shit. What am I doing wrong? Like, why yeah. am I not, why am I not there? Why don't I have that? Literally every single one of my friends back in Brisbane are married kids have their house. That is the way it is. I sometimes can get caught up in that. Not very often. Cause I don't let myself sit in it because I will not allow myself to bow down to societal pressures. I will not allow it. Um, and that's not my journey. It's clearly not my journey because if I was meant to be married with kids, I would be married with kids, but it's not my journey. So I have to continuously tell myself that. And as well, I hop around the place like <laughs> it's nobody's business. So <laughs> I... You need the freedom to be able to do I that. Need the free- yeah, I need the freedom. And I think that structure wouldn't work for me right now anyway. So, yeah, so for all the coming up to their 30-year-olds, you don't have to, you don't have to do anything at all. And that's not me saying people with married and kids are doing anything wrong because, fuck, I'd love to have it. <laughs> I would love to have it. Uh-huh. I'd love to have it. Um, yeah. But I think that everyone, you just need to remind yourself you're on your own journey and it'll happen when it happens for you. And just take the pressure off, you know. Exactly. Um, that, 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 and yeah. you, know, you know what? It's funny because the kids thing and the house thing Mm. has come up a lot since I got married and I'm you know even like god bless my dad I I posted that I was uh, on my Instagram stories that I was excited about something and it was literally just like filming this podcast with you yes and uh, I didn't say what it was and he was like is that two heartbeats I hear and immediately I was offended I was like what what's that supposed to mean he was like are you pregnant and I was like I have more important, I mean, I have a career, baby. Yeah. Like, what do you yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, ex- yeah. I just, I am, I don't want to bow down to mm. the expectations that other people set of me, even though Correct. I'm, you know, married or like yeah. whatever, whatever it is. And and as a woman, mm. shout out International Women's Day today. Yeah. Um, we, <laughs> for you, <Yeah>. we, <laughs> we are still overcoming a lot of mm. um of the cages that people yeah. have put us in as well yeah and there's a there's a book that just blew me out of the park um which I don't yeah. know if you've read it's called Untamed by Glennon Doyle no but that? someone told me to read that <laughs> it might be a sign it you're like is... well <laughs> <laughs> it is it it came to me at a time that I needed it. Like I was just walking yeah. past the shelf and it caught my eye and I flicked through it and I was like, okay. So I bought it. Yeah. And it's the first book in years. I mean, 
that I've read by myself that I have yep. finished within a couple months. It like yeah. it's the story of a woman who um just a little bit of a spoiler, but it's in the first chapter, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's fine. But she she was um alcoholic, she got pregnant yeah. at 16, married to this man who was the father of her children. She had two more children, she's going along through life. She mm. finds out at some point that her husband has been cheating on her since the wedding night. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And then um being like she's a very strong Christian woman, and then she mm. meets this other woman and <gasps> she falls instantly for this woman. And so she's she ends up um deciding she's gonna leave her husband. She's like, Well, I have yeah. feelings for this other woman. Yeah. And there's so many um cages that people tried to put her in there whether that was you know being a straight woman in um the religious aspect being a good quote-unquote good mother yeah um, not separating the family staying with your husband Mm -hmm. who's you're supposed to there's just Mm. so much that there's so much more in that book but that's what really stood out to me was you know even at I think she might have been 40 years of age when this all happened yeah. She still pushed through all this societal conditioning. Yeah. And I was that like changed my life. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. never you're never too old to change. You're never too old to do something mm-hmm. different. You're never too old to um fall in love. Oh, exactly. I love love, man. <laughs> Come on now. It gets me into trouble. I get yeah. into relationships. I'm not even in love with the person. I just think, oh, this could this could be it. <laughs> but then I always, I always come to a point where I go, mm, it's not it. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. That's so there, yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. Well, we might jump into the quick fire questions. Yeah. Which is a bunch of questions for those listening that I put together that I'll be having all my um, guests answer. Um, just like get to know them a little better if you haven't gotten to know them already, but also just... Yeah questions that I'm actually invested in knowing <laughs> yeah. so yeah quick fire round hmm. who inspires you the most and why okay so for this question I'm talking really fast I'm like all right so for <laughs> this question um I don't have anyone that inspires me because people inspire me on a daily basis just like women in general are just like mm, nom, 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 nom. they're just like I just love um, the strength that women have, like, I mean, we make human beings. Come on now. Yeah. Like we put, we put men up on a pedestal. Why? <laughs> like what on earth? We like literally bake children. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Um, so I think just seeing like people day to day inspire me, um, uh, how kind people can be, especially with everything that's going on in the world at the moment. Um, and yeah, so I don't have that one person that inspires me. Um, I was thinking on it and thinking on it and I was like, I don't have that one person, but I think it's because I just find people in my day-to-day life so inspiring. Um, just the little things, oh, little God. beautiful things in life. So yeah, that's my answer. I'm sorry. That, that is No, that's absolutely perfect. That's actually a really beautiful thing to be able to, beautiful skill to be able to have, to see the yeah. light in people, in everyone, mm. regardless mm. of who they are. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is one book you would recommend for everyone to read? 
Okay, I've got two. So <laughs> one is called Milk and Honey, and it's the most incredible book. It's like it's a four parts. It's all about um, pain, hurt, healing. Um, it's she's an incredible writer. It's written all. It's like a poem and uh, written in poems. Um, it's the most. It's a gut wrenching read, but it's also so incredibly so raw and real. Um, so that's amazing. Um, and then Women Don't Know You Pretty is also an amazing book. And that is all about um, like equality, like women equality, the male gaze, um, the way that we've been constructed to think um, day to day. And like when I was reading it, I hold myself at a level that I think that I'm quite... Um, strong in what I believe in and some of the things that she was bringing up I was like fuck me I do that like I've done that because that's the way that society has said that it needs to be done so that's why I do those things and it's um that's a really incredible read especially for people that do not know how to put boundaries up in relationships and that um have a lot of guilt in relationships and don't know how to get out amazing yeah beautiful yeah. I have not I'm I've heard of milk and honey but I'm oh, very yeah, I'm so good in reading that other one women yeah women don't know you pretty so good women don't know you pretty beautiful yeah all right what is one quote that you live by um so dance like nobody's watching I said it before because no one's fucking watching I literally <laughs> live by it <laughs> I love it beautiful. and also just like also um dance I don't I could this is gonna be really random but when I'm sad and when I'm having um really bad anxiety um I literally have dance parties in my room by myself put a song on and dance and like you can't help but shift whatever it is going on so perfect I literally (laughs) someone I'm out of park someone asked me that on their podcast and they they asked me what helps you thrive and I was like recently I'll have a random song stuck in my head, like Justin Timberlake or something that I actually wouldn't normally listen to. Yes. I'm like, no, fuck it. I'm going to put that on. Windows are open. People are walking yep. past my house. I'm just dancing. My like, 100%. Not well. Just. You, no. Oh God, no. Not well. But I'm mm. literally just like, I'm having a concert in my room. My window's open. It faces onto other people's apartments. They're like, go off, Queenie. Like everyone's having a good time. She is <laughs> so, living. Yeah. She is living life. <laughs> yeah. perfect it's it's huge and and we do that in I know this is supposed to be quick fire but I had to put my two cents in I know I can't um, I can't speak quickly I talk too much but it's yeah. totally <laughs> fine with me because I'm I'm vibing off it um <laughs> but it's huge in NLP and life coaching shifting your state is like movement is a huge yeah. part of shifting your state yeah um, and dance is just one of those things that it invokes that that part of you that side of you that's playful and curious that we forget yeah to yep. allow ourselves yeah, to have it's that inner child yes yes yeah. totally yeah what and this is a loaded question um mm. what is the biggest positive and empowering lesson you have learned from any of your romantic relationships okay <laughs> so that I'm more resilient and stronger than I ever thought I could be um so you know I've had relationships where they've sort of been the rugs been pulled out from underneath me like I've been broken up with and I didn't see it coming at all um and it is the most gut-wrenching feeling and thinking 
I remember thinking, how do I even go and do the groceries by myself? Like, how do I walk outside by myself? Like, it's just, you become so dependent on that person when you live with them, when you're with them every single day and all that kind of stuff. Um, And what I've learned through that is the strength and the strength and resilience that I have to just get up, get shit done and, and carry on um, is what I've learned. And now any relationship that I go into and if it does fall apart or whatever, or even going into it, I don't have that anxiety around it falling apart because I'm like, I've done it before and I'll do it again. Um, so I think that, and, and, and if anybody is going through a breakup or anything like that, just know that it will get better day by day. Um, I allow myself like a good cry. Like I cry it out. I block and delete their number. Not, not in a, in, not in a mean way or anything like that. It's just like, I, for my mental health, don't want to be seeing what you're doing. And I think it's healthy for that person to also delete me and, and out of their life, if that's what they want to do. I think it's super, super healthy not to have contact with that person. You need to go cut dry. Um, and I think, yeah, take it day by day and you're stronger than you think you are. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm sitting here just like in the back of my mind watching us have this podcast together. And I'm just thinking naturally you could yeah. be a life coach without the oh, training. Oh, no, you I just, put it. I actually put it no. You've like literally your mindset is just like, <laughs> like, and you've like no. learned it through lived experience. Oh, hundred percent. But I, I just get like, I also would just get like two. I love, a go- I like love gossip and I, <laughs> and I get too emotionally invested. So I'd be like, tell me what did Jason do? Yeah. What did he do this time? Like I wouldn't be able to, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's that, but that, yeah, that I do. loving part of you though too. <laughs> yeah, mm. definitely. But yeah, I think I've lived a lot. I've loved a hell of a lot and um, I wouldn't have it any other way to be fair. Beautiful. Yeah. And last question. What is the most embarrassing thing you have done recently that you lived through to tell the tale? Okay. So this is hard for me because it's really hard for me to be embarrassed embarrassed. because Mm. yeah, because (laughs) I'm an embarrassment. Like I literally (laughs) just anything I do day to day is pretty fucking embarrassing. Like I, 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 like, I mean, A little while ago, I remember I was drunk as fuck and I called my ex-boyfriend and I was like, you know what, don't ever call me ever again. And he was like, you called me. And I was like, yeah. And you know what? I called you to tell me no, if I enjoyed me again. Like I was maggot. And then I hung up and then the next day I was like, why did I do that? I called him. (laughs) I called him. Tell him never to call me again. Yeah. So that was, that was smart. But again, block their numbers. So you do not <laughs> Let do <them> that. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So that was probably the, like, I was a bit cringe after that for a while. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Everything else is like other people are like, that's embarrassing, dude. I was like, is it? I think that's, that's a cool just a quality to have. I think that's just a good time, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Perfect. But yeah. 
Well, we might end it there. I want to end on a bit of a fun note. Yeah. Um, but before we close off, um, tell the people listening where they can find you and how they can best support you right now. Yes. So you can find me. My Insta is Indy plus more, I-N-D-Y-P-L-U-S-M-O-R-E. Indy plus more. Um, and I was like, got it. And uh, so that's my Insta. Please come and follow me. I have my podcast on there as well. You can find my podcast on wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, um it's called guess who's single again just have a listen uh message me whenever you like I have girls messaging me all the fucking time about um breakups or fights and stuff like that and I just think a community of strong women is essential um so yeah that's where you can find me beautiful all right well thank you so much for jumping on today I really Thank appreciate you it. And um, I'm going to be on your podcast sometime soon. I know. I'm excited. You guys, she's coming on my podcast next week, which will then come out the following week after that. Um, so jump on over. <laughs> Give her a follow. Listen Give to a couple follow, podcasts. Have a cheeky listen and the rest is history. <laughs> All right. Well, I shall sign us off. Thank you so, so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. And while you're here, if you would like to see more or you're enjoying the content, please leave a rating on Spotify so that I can continue to do what I love. Um, And if there's anyone else that you want on this podcast, let me know. Anyone you want to hear about, hear their story. You just want to hear me laugh a little bit more, which I'm sure you don't because it's a bit of a cackle, but... (laughs) Um, yeah, alrighty, and I'll see you next week. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> That's my new outro. <laughs> <laughs>